Hey everybody, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Cannabis Quest podcast. It's been some time, and I'm super happy to be able to uh, get together and have another conversation with my good buddy Space Cadet Clover over here, and talk more about this uh, this cannabis space and all of the uh, the new changes. It's been an interesting year. We're in a uh, legal recreational year. It's been since March, which we talk about in our 19th episode, I chat with Jasmine and we talk all about like recreational things that may come up and things like that. But you're absolutely right. A lot and a lot, a lot has changed. In fact, you've been hitting the gym, my guy. Yeah, um, I have. Not to... uh stand over here and and flex literally and figuratively but it's been my new favorite source of serotonin as i like to say or dopamine if your brain is mean enough not to grab onto those serotonin molecules i'm sorry people yeah Uh, yeah, for sure (laughs) i get that so i have been working out since i would say September of last year and definitely gone more hardcore. I don't like that word. I've gone a little bit more just gung-ho into it. More routine-based. More routine-based, more more purposeful, more intentional um, in 2021. And uh, it's been like my new favorite thing. And I am still kind of juggling with the fact that it's been, I hate saying it, but I find it so funny because I used to hear all these commercials, especially in our great state of Arizona, that that working out at the gym, it's not my anti-drug, but now that I've been working out, I've got a much more um, healthy and fun relationship with cannabis. And uh, I mean, everybody knows, if you know me, that I've been, uh, I was a daily consumer multiple dabs a day. Absolutely. It was a thing. Now, I mean, right now I'm on another tolerance break just because I want to prove that I can and I'm trying to put myself out there in the job market and you know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's it's easier to just pass a drug test. And it's so (laughs) nice that I can just do that now. I remember years ago when I had to, I took a tolerance break. It took me like 62 days to um to pee clean and it was like frustrating and unfun and I couldn't find much enjoyment in doing stuff and now like I'll have fun the next time I smoke but I don't really smoke alone anymore and I definitely don't smoke on the on the daily because again the uh the pre-workout mostly and then the (laughs) workout itself has been the uh what's been uh, giving me some fun now if I can just find time to go outside and get some sunshine and get a little bit more of those happy molecules uh that'll be great but anyways on that tangent we myself i guess i wanted to talk about uh, cannabis and exercise and working out as we may have brought up before in the podcast running uh the runner's high is your endocannabinoid system firing off uh, hitting up your CB1 and CB2 receptors and making you feel good, giving you inflammation, a happy euphoric effect, and relaxation after your workout. So 
that we know for certain. But, like, what else about working out and cannabis have a relationship? Like, we know that fat and THC, the THC is stored in fat. Obviously, working out more, do you pee clean quicker? I don't know. I'm about to take a, a home drug test just to find out. It's been, like, a little bit since I've... Uh, I've consumed, and I definitely don't consume as high of an amount as I've done recently, like at all or even close. So I wouldn't be doubt that next time I do take it, which will probably be this weekend, that I'll already be good to go. So I would assume just based off of the going science and what people tell us, yes, you'll pee clean faster um, just because THC the metabolites are stored in your fat cells, and if you're burning off those fat cells, theory is you should be um, peeing clean faster. But also, if you're a um, like a smaller guy like myself, your most of your fats around your organs. Though, um, shout out to me, I've gained a lot of good weight in the last um, half a year or so. So I'm hoping that that just means that me working out i'm just burning off uh, the, the thc is just storing in my my excess quote-unquote fat and not the the don't die fat so i think it'll be i think it won't be a big deal um but you were saying about the uh the runner's high and that feel good i mean even before you hit that runner's high that just feels like that wave of euphoria um, when you get to that certain point, you also get that when you're, when you're working out and you're not, you're not grueling and you're not killing yourself. I enjoy working out. It's like, I'm in like the zone. It's my Zen time. Um, but what I have been finding really interesting is that also if you are a consumer of cannabis and you don't do it all the time. I don't know if it's, I think I've alluded to this end of last year. I don't know if it's in my head or not, but like when you burn it off, it feels like you get waves of it when you're not consuming it. Like I don't feel stoned, but there are times, especially like after a workout or just on any given day where I'll have that feeling of um, kind of that post high glow and I haven't consumed in like two weeks so I find that really really interesting Um, but let's kind of get into what we were wanting to talk about as far as consuming cannabis before slash after and then kind of just the effects Um, right now it's a really good topical time to talk about cannabis consumption and being an athlete um, around the uh, Olympics and whatnot Um, there's arguments that cannabis can be considered a performance enhancer and there's other arguments saying that it's not a performance enhancer and it's just deemed um not allowed at least um on the olympic side for other reasons and that's really the kind of the direction i wanted to hit is smoking before your workout or your exercise or whatever and then after potentially so beforehand what why would you want to do that i wouldn't personally but there is an argument to be made that um as we might have said before or as you might not know cannabis is a good vasodilator which just means it opens up the blood vessels and allows for good blood flow um that's why 
that's why cannabis is prescribed for glaucoma in some cases. Um, so that could aid in um, physical activity, exercise, and whatnot. So that's one good point for it. But I say no, I'm not a big fan of smoking before or right before the gym just because of the impairment aspect. Yes, you might say, oh, I can go more ham and not know like what my limits are, so maybe I can push them, but I think that's more of a safety issue. Yeah, uh, you don't want to like push yourself or go too hard. You don't, uh, you don't want to go overboard and then the next day feel like absolute garbage. You want to be able to like get to the number of reps and the time that you want to get to you don't want to have to always do more exactly and i already still kind of suck on those heavy compound lifts um where you're in where you're most vulnerable to hurting yourself the the squats the um deadlifts that sort of thing so i wouldn't want to have a guess factor or like an impairment factor in there Um, so that's why I would say no, not only that, but there's also been studies at least for, um, athletics and competition sports where there is a detriment to the, I don't know how to describe it, but to like the output or the level that you can produce under marijuana or under cannabis. So yes, it would allow you to kind of, um, try your best but on a physical level I don't think the body is maybe doesn't quite know what its best is and I think you want to be more mindful and more knowledgeable of like what you're capable of when you're doing that so I think a sober mind is the best way to at least be in the gym yeah absolutely like you know smoking hours beforehand great sure whatever but going in stone to the bone not a great idea the first thing i think of uh, as somebody who rarely hits the gym i just think of pinching my fingers on all the freaking equipment like reading the thing and staring at the picture and being like oh i don't know how it is and then like wigging myself out um so probably not being impaired like i can completely understand that yeah, I already pinch my fingies on the little clips when I'm changing the handles when I'm sober, so doing that stone would not be a good idea. Like, I had a Band-Aid on when I came here because I literally pinched and made myself bleed on my finger last night from using a little carabiner trying to change a handle sober. So, let's yeah, let's not let's not get into that. It also probably is the fact that I'm a short king and I have to reach up to reach that handle anyway so uh whatever um the other thing that i was thinking of too is and i don't know if it's everybody but me specifically um, when i smoke especially if i smoke heavy i my body temperature lowers and i get much colder and you actually want your body temperature raised a little bit and your muscles to be um warmed up warmed up so people say have a warm-up before a workout anyway why would you want to like chill out this this is making sense to me why you wouldn't exactly want to like be like yeah we're smoking right before workout like again beforehand hours beforehand day before whatever fuck yeah but in the moment meh you can probably skip it 
And everybody's different. I mean, I'm sure there's gym bros that get really stony and they rock it at the gym. It just wouldn't work for me. And those are kind of like the anecdotal reasons backed by some science there. Um, However, on the flip side, I have no problem. And when I am going to allow myself to start um, consuming and enjoying cannabis on an occasional basis again, I am going to want to smoke after the gym. There's a really good example of uh, how I was, I've gone through this period recently where I've been trying to lift heavier and heavier. And there were, there's about a two week stint where I was just getting muscle tightness that was triggering headaches. And it was really just exertion headaches from lifting heavy because I wasn't I wasn't used to it. My body wasn't used to it. Luckily, I've gotten over it. And most of that is just learning to breathe properly. And really, if you want to lift heavy, you have to practice lifting heavy. You've got to get through it. But nothing beat like there. I use like icy hot patches, which were pretty killer. I use CBD cream, which is pretty nice. Um, One time I even folded and took some Advil after the gym, which I only did once. I don't want to do that again just because it's just a personal thing. Um, But I consumed cannabis one day after probably this the second week in a row of those muscle neck headache things and as soon as I smoked like that whole pain thing went away like I forgot the tension headaches were a thing um, and since then I'm not saying the cannabis did it I think it was a combination of my body getting used to it but the fact that the cannabis allowed me to like completely alleviate the symptom like that's fire so that's yeah. that's my favorite thing and of course as our regular listeners would know it helps with pain and inflammation and all sorts of ailments as far as cannabis use goes um so why not use it after a workout yeah i mean that just makes sense you're you're sore and you have probably like maybe you tore a muscle cbd lotion thc lotion maybe you throw a, a bath bomb in you know whatever you gotta do like that that might might be really helpful for those who are having like those days where they're like, oof, I've worked out really hard. And and for me, it was like, I like the muscle soreness. Like, that's totally okay with me. But I've just had a history, and I absolutely despise headaches in any sort of fashion, especially related to my neck. So when I started getting headaches from working out, which is like my new favorite thing, I was panicking. I was like, no, don't take working out away from me. I don't want to have these headaches. So they obviously went away on their own once my body got used to it, but just knowing that I had the cannabis there to alleviate that was nice. And that just makes sense because, I mean, we worked um, in the cannabis industry. We've talked to patients. We know that cannabis literally is a, a pain reducer. Yeah, people so. take it for migraines and all sorts of things. And, again, relaxes your muscles, reduces tension. So, again, a, a dandy idea for those who would want to work out yeah absolutely and then after the workout the other thing that I was researching and found pretty interesting is uh, when it comes to consuming cannabis and like say bulking or trying to put on weight Uh, there are munchies yes exactly and there's some kind of contradictory um, evidence and 
kind of facts that I wanted and, to go over. Or even anecdotal. Anecdotal too, because um, when it, when you when you say facts, it's hard because uh, cannabis isn't as uh, widely researched because of the federal government. But we'll get into that. Um, but what I was learning is, yeah, yeah, foreshadowing. foreshadowing is the great plot device. So when it comes to consuming cannabis acutely, so on occasion in small spurts, that actually will trigger the munchies in people more often, which can be a good thing if you're trying to bulk up. Yes and no, because when you're trying to bulk up, you're usually trying to take in protein. Being a healthy eater and having the right amounts of foods and a healthier diet. And when I have munchies, what do I eat? Cheetos or goldfish. Goldfish are my personal preference. If you can get the munchies and have like peanut butter and like protein bar and not like Cheetos and Oreos that would be incredible but that takes a lot of willpower and willpower is still something I'm working on but what is interesting on the whole bulking thing and consuming cannabis is that when you have not acute users but um, more frequent users There's actually been a lot of studies that show that more frequent users get the munchies less. And actually, there's been studies where if you take non-cannabis users or infrequent cannabis users and compare them to chronic or constant or frequent cannabis users, that the rate of obesity in constant cannabis users is almost always lower because that effect of wanting to consume and eat and have the munchies um, is basically mitigated after a certain point once your body is used to it. Tolerance is everything. Yeah, absolutely. And as a personal, like, anecdotal bit on on that, like, I don't tend to get the munchies like anytime I talk to somebody and they're like oh got all the munchies (laughs) like I kind of I'll eat my meals but I won't eat munchies all the time like I'm not and then when because I know how much people are more likely to have the munchies when they smoke I just prepare it's like going into the grocery store hungry so I I will eat a meal before I like go ham with the dabs you know and you and I have always said I think me for sure and I think I've I've had you agree with me that the high and the um the the trip of smoking and having that whole um activity is almost always more enjoyable when you have a full stomach like something about getting high on an empty stomach versus a full stomach, I'll take a full stomach any day. And I don't know what exactly it is about it, but it's definitely a thing in my book. Maybe it has to do with some of the like fats that are in the food that you may have eaten. And it True. Just might have either A, enhanced or made it easier for things to bind. Make Plus, having being on an empty stomach is just not awesome no it's not enjoyable anyways (laughs) um 
it's a good way to i mean there's an argument to be made that like you get drunk faster on an empty stomach maybe you'll get higher easier on an empty stomach but it doesn't make doesn't necessarily ever mean that it is a more fun time oh absolutely Uh, anybody who has ever drank on an empty stomach probably will know that it's probably better to have a meal with your drink um and they learn the hard way possibly so and it may a lot of edible packaging i have noticed it says consume with food or like have with a meal or do not consume on an empty stomach so i'm sure it has something to do with like metabolization yeah Yeah, absolutely exactly what this drug does it goes through our it metabolizes through our whole body and our liver and all that good stuff but we don't know a whole lot about it because there's not a lot of research this is the most that we know about cannabis and working out that it may not be the greatest idea before it's a pretty good idea after but beyond that we don't know a lot of details because the research is mega vague yeah try it try to try to look up other stuff about cannabis and working out i bet you you'll find maybe three other videos trust me i looked so what needs to happen is just there needs to be more research about cannabis in general and of course that can only happen if the the federal government deschedules it because no no scientific institution, no in, uh, university is able to research it if it's federally illegal. And the times that they have, they get really crappy snickle fritz weed and the, the numbers are, are garbo anyway. So um, that being said, there has been a reintroduction of a bill in the U.S. government to what I totally agree with is not legalizing cannabis but descheduling it and making it no longer illegal so it's just neutral and that will open up so many avenues especially in the research department maybe it might uh, open up a few other things uh, like banking for example but the important part is research 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 that's what we want especially as patients um, or people who just regularly consume or who just want to know what goes in their body um it's really a the amount of research that we have done on it is absolutely so minor in comparison to how complex this plant actually is yeah i want more like discovery channel-esque shows and be able to go on youtube and to have like really in-depth interesting videos on cannabis and science and not just like anecdotal <laughs> cannabis has been uh it's illegal and like the tropes and the uh, bob marley music i want like some scientific cannabis videos and we can only get there if we allow the scientists to do their thing and allow you know emerging grad students and people to write dissertations and you know do their phd on these things because i mean that sounds interesting as hell absolutely absolutely okay if we want more research we're gonna have to get this decriminalized as mentioned but we as the people have an opportunity to submit our public opinion until the first of september of this year 
So if you happen to listen to this beforehand, listen listen for your your call, your patriotic duty as as Caw-caw! a star. <laughs> There's the eagle, did you hear it? It was bald, it just went by. <laughs> so you can submit your public opinion on the Moore Act to the Senate. We'll put a link in the description of the video. I have one. It will go on the video so you have the opportunity to voice your opinion and let your let your government know what we all already know is that a majority of Americans here in the United States believes that cannabis should at least be decriminalized. Absolutely. Tell your senator that cannabis prohibition is lame. And, you know, maybe maybe go to the gym and get some uh, some internal some internal drugs in your brain there. Whatever molecules float around, try to grab them. Yeah, you can get that your endocannabinoid system firing off in the gym without you smoking a joint. So that is definitely an opportunity for you to do that. And you can smoke afterwards. Yeah, smoke afterwards and, you know, be like, oh, yeah, I deserve this. Anyways, it was really good to uh, fire off another episode um, for Cannabis Quest, my favorite, favorite brainchild. And we will bring you more more fun, more information, and uh, just more ideas just as they come to us and uh, as things evolve. We're in, uh, I keep having to remind myself that this is a, a new topic and even though I feel like I've been in this space forever that it's always growing and there's always more to talk about. So be on the lookout next time for uh, what episode number is coming up next? So this was our 21st episode. Oh so we're God. looking at episode number 22. I'm hoping... We'll get the chance to talk about some skincare. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Tw- 20 cannabis quest can drink. Heck yes. And consume cannabis. And consume cannabis in the States. That's pretty fire. Okay. All right. I love you all. I appreciate you listening. Share this with your friends and be excited for the next episode. Follow us on Instagram. Download us on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Just share it. Sharing is caring. And... Until next time, weed tip number 21, after the gym, of course, drink your water. For the love of God, drink so much water. Also, don't forget to, uh, don't forget some static stretching, and if you are really into it, maybe a fine indica. Ooh, get that indica going, relaxing chilling after a nice hardcore day at the gym because believe it or not uh if you want to get big like i i do bigger (laughs) bigger (laughs) um sleep is really really important and you know what really is really helpful for sleep that cannabis so uh work out hard drink water Smoke some weed. Get eight hours of sleep. I love you guys. Bye.